Hey guys, welcome back. Thanks for joining us. I've got David back here with us. He's back from vacation. Hi guys. <laughs> um, so David and I were talking about this earlier. We we didn't plan this out, but it just worked out perfectly. Last week we talked about um, we talked about prophecy in the Old Testament. We were in Romans chapter one. Um, we only got to verse three. So let's just go ahead and read through that again, and then I'm going to continue on to verse 4, which is going to be uh, what we're talking about tonight. So Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus, called to be an apostle, set apart for the gospel of God, which he promised beforehand through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures concerning his son, who was descended from David according to the flesh. And here's verse 4. And was declared to be the Son of God in power according to the Spirit of Holiness, by his resurrection from the dead, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Um, verse 4 is what we're going to tackle today. It just so happens that it lines up perfectly with Easter, which That's is right. Resurrection Sunday. Um, yeah, Resurrection <clears throat> Sunday for all you non-heathens. Or all you heathens. <laughs> no, Easter would be for you heathens. Cause it's, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. A star or whatever the <laughs> pagan nonsense is. Yeah, all the, all the Easter bunny stuff. Right. It's all <laughs> euthanism for... Uh, reproduction. That's all it is. <laughs> um, so today, we're we're just going to keep it simple. Um, we're going to start looking at some types and shadows of Jesus in the Old Testament. These are people that that displayed some characteristic of what Jesus was going to walk out, but they ultimately fell short. We know that. And then we're going to look at some New Testament examples um, that's that, that 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 this verse is talking about. So, uh, let's start with Noah. Old Noah. Now, you Noah. You need a boat? You need a boat? I know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We're, we're definitely at the dad joke period of our lives. Well, we're dads, so yeah. it works. <laughs> oh, gosh. I don't want to be there, though, yet. Not right. <laughs> that wasn't... See, but that's, that's where it's scary, because I thought that was actually really funny. And then Uh-oh. some people were probably like, no, that's really dumb. But I enjoyed it. That, that was funny. Um, so we know a guy and his name is Noah. That's right. <laughs> um, it, we're going to start in Genesis chapter six, verse five, uh, read a few verses, but, but basically Noah, Noah was a type, everyone that was saved, uh, from the flood had to enter through this boat that Noah constructed that, that God told him about. Um, so that's what we're going to start with. Yeah. So in verse five. Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of mankind was great on the earth, and that every intent um, of the thoughts of their hearts was only evil continually. So the Lord was sorry that he had made mankind on the earth, and he was grieved um, in his heart. Then the Lord said, I will wipe out mankind whom I created from the face of the land, mankind, and animals as well, and crawling things, and birds of the sky. For I am sorry that I have made them. But Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. These are the records of the generations of Noah. And, uh, Noah was a righteous man, blameless in his generation. Noah walked with God. Which sounded like that was a, a difficult thing to do. I mean, every, every thought, like, I, I, there's two different ways to look at that, you know, depending on your world your worldview. Some people will look at that and be like, wow, you know, God flooded the earth and he brought this terrible disaster and killed all these people. Like, that's awful. And then 
what I look at when I read that, I'm like, wow, these people must have been really bad for for God to be compelled to do this. Like, things must have been terrible. And the verses before that is where we read about the Nephilim um, and some really weird, nasty stuff going on with with angels and and demons and stuff. It's so things weren't weren't good. Yeah, you could really go down a weird field when you start getting into that. And it's, yeah, it's not something that every Christian wants to think about or probably should think about um, unless you have a good guide, a good godly guide <laughs> to that stuff because you're going to run into like ancient aliens, weirdo yeah. stuff. You try and Google that. So, uh, yeah, just stick to be the wary. Bible and be wary. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, we definitely want to stick to Scripture because we, we see the effects of all this extra biblical stuff you know, they're like, oh, I, I found this out. And I'm like, well, it doesn't say that in the Bible, but, well, God told me. And I'm like, did he? <laughs> right. If it's not the Bible, I have a hard time believing you. Yeah. <laughs> it's difficult for me, too. Um, so we see that. We see that, that Noah was a, he was a type and shadow. So I went to the, the Sight and Sound. We, we've seen the Noah show twice now in Branson. And, man, it, it's really good. And one of the parts that I like um, and, and I didn't write this scripture down, but when Jesus is talking about the, the road is, is narrow, um, he's, he's the door that you enter into life. Like, um, during the set, they, they really took that and they ran with it. Cause I, I think that that's a, that's a good metaphor there. Um, the door to the ark. I mean, that's, that's a small door and you have all these people, but they can't get in, you know, cause it's shut. The floods already come. But of course, before that, they were all saying that Noah was a madman and he was a lunatic, and um, it was taking him forever to build that that boat. Yeah, know? it took him a long time, <laughs> and and during all that time, like he was he was ministering in a godly way to these people. Like it's not like God just looked down and he saw that that Noah was a good person, you know, in the minute that he chose him. But Noah like lived out uh, at least up until the flood. He he lived out a a godly life, and he was showing love and compassion. He was preaching. He was like, hey please like come and and I can help save you. But they, they rejected him, Uh, which we see that same thing. We talked about that last week. Uh, By and large, most people rejected Jesus. Yeah. And uh, to accept the ark was to accept that they were in the wrong. And then they say we've had repented and they didn't want to do that. No, they were prideful. Yep. They were enjoying their sin. If sin wasn't fun, we wouldn't do it. Right. Right. So the next type and shell we're going to look at is Abraham. Um, the verse we're going to read is in Genesis 22, starting with verse one. Yeah. And I'm going to read that. This is, I, we talked about just taking a verse and I, we didn't really want to do that because it, it really takes all this to get the context. So we're going to read probably, uh, man. Probably 16 or 17 verses, so stick with me here. This is going to be a minute. I hope you can stand listening to the Bible on a Bible podcast. I really <laughs> yeah. hope you can. Yeah, I, I, I hope that you can stomach it. Uh, so this is Genesis uh, 22, verse 1. This The header here is the sacrifice of Isaac, and we're going to see why that's important in a minute. After these things, God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and he said, Here I am. He said, Take your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moira. Moira? Doesn't matter. These names always trip me up. Moira? Moira. (laughs) And offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. 
So Abraham rose early in the morning, saddled his donkey, and took two of his young men with him and his son Isaac. And he cut the wood for the burnt offering and arose and went to the place for which God had told him. On the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place from afar. Then Abraham said to his young men, Stay here with the donkey. I and the boy will go over there and worship and come to you. And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac, his son. And he took in his hand the fire of the knife, the fire and the knife. So they went, both of them together. And Isaac said to his father, Abraham, My father. And he said, Here I am, my son. He said, Behold, the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham said, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering, my son. So they went, both of them, together. When they came to the place of which God had told them, told him, Abraham built the altar there and laid the wood in order, uh, in order and bound Isaac, his son, and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. Then Abraham reached out his hand and took the knife to slaughter his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here I am. He said, Do not lay your hand on the boy or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God, seeing that you, uh, that you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him was a ram caught in a thicket by his thorns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called the name that of that place the Lord will provide, uh, as it is said to this day, on the mount of the Lord it shall be provided. So um, let's continue uh, to 15 here. And the angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time from heaven and said, By myself I have sworn, declares the Lord, because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you, and I will surely multiply your offspring as the stars of the heaven and as the sands that are on the seashore. Um, so he goes on. But I've always loved that. Um, so God, with Jesus, uh, and, and with, with an atonement to, to buy us back, basically, God d- demanded, he had to have, because he's, he's, he's a just God, Yeah, he had to have a perfect sacrifice. And... He provided that sacrifice in himself with Jesus. And we see that here, um, that he didn't let Abraham go through with it. He even provided the sacrifice then. Um, So not only is he just, and I can't remember where this is at, um, but there's somewhere in the the New Testament talks about that, that he, um, that God is, is the, uh, he's the just and the justifier. Those are not usually two roles that one person can play, but he he is just so he demands this perfect thing but he also is the thing that that is the perfect thing that buys us back well that's uh, like if uh if you had a speeding ticket and the judge said i'm paying this speeding ticket for you you know it's kind of something similar to that i guess to really simplify things yeah yeah to really take the stakes down a little bit <laughs> yeah just a little um so That is that's twenty two. So Abraham, we see in his situation, he is a he's a type and a shadow. He's showing he's showing us of um, of Jesus to come, of how he's going to be God's son, that God is not going to withhold. Um, and I think that's pretty neat. Yeah, there's a lot of symbolism, um, and, we, and we read that in um, Hebrews eleven seventeen. I'll just go ahead and read it. 
By faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. And the one who had received the promise uh, was offering up his only son. It was he to whom it was said, through Isaac, your descendants shall be named. He considered that God is able to raise people even from the dead, um, from which he also received him back as a type. Um, so we, we see this, that symbolically, uh, Isaac was raised from the dead, in a sense. And, you know, uh, Abraham believed that he would be raised from the dead, that God had that power. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, we, we look at just the you know, Isaac carrying the wood. You know, there, there's something to that. Like Jesus carried his cross. Um, and then, oh, and, and I just want to interject here. It's it seems to be portrayed that that Isaac was a young boy. Right. Um, that's probably not the case. Now, he probably wasn't just he wasn't an old man, but he was more than likely in his teenage years to maybe his early twenties. Uh, some people go as far to say maybe in his thirties. Uh, but he wasn't like a four year old boy that 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 Abraham restrained. He probably trusted God as much as Abraham did because he allowed this to happen. Yes, so. he willingly got on that on that uh, that offering that that wood. He w- willingly was laying his life down. I'm sure that must have been like a interesting conversation. I mean, we get part of it, but how much of that conversation are we missing? Where he's <laughs> like, you know, okay, it's your get up there. He's like, all right. Yeah. Can <laughs> you, you know? imagine the next time that they go to do an offering? He's probably like PTSD. <laughs> he's like, it's like Abraham. He's like, oh, I'm gonna go do. It. He's like, oh, well, I'll be down at the river. <laughs> and he doesn't tell anyone. You know, he comes back a few days later. Did you do that offering? <laughs> um, so. That's going to conclude our our Old Testament that that we're looking at. Um, and there's so much more in the, the Old Testament. Yeah, there is a lot more. We just we wanted to keep it a little short uh, because we know that it's an Easter, um, an Easter thing. So, New Testament, we're going to look at. First of all, we're going to read Paul's words because man, the dude the dude had had some stuff down. I'm going to read this. This is First Corinthians, fifteen. Uh, let's start in verse fourteen. Yeah, let's start in fourteen. Um, this is this is telling us like what what does it mean to be a Christian? Because you can believe all the stuff that that, that I talked about last week with Jesus uh, being prophesied to die, and you can believe that he was a prophet. You can believe all that stuff, uh, but if you don't believe that he was resurrected from the dead, then you're not a Christian. That is the cornerstone, the the main point that that validates uh, you being a Christian. So this is how this is how Paul sums that up. 1 Corinthians 15:14. And if Christ has not been raised, then our preaching is in vain and your faith is in vain. We are even found to be mis- misrepresenting God because we testified that God uh, about God that he raised Christ whom he did not raise if it is true that the dead are not raised. For if the dead are not raised, not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, your your faith is futile, and you are still in your sins. Man, that is that's no joke. Yeah. He was like, if if this did, if this resurrect, he, he he was so convicted with his with his moment that we talked about um, on the road to Damascus. He was so convinced. He was like, if you don't have this point down, it, none of it means anything. Yeah, so. that's why it's such a 
it's so important as Christians to make sure that we're understanding what we're confessing when we make the conversion. Because so, so often we're just praying a prayer. We're, right. It's like saying magic words into the air and getting our ticket to heaven. It's like, okay, do you actually believe this? Yeah. Do you well, actually understand what this means? And that's interesting because I want to get my dad on um, maybe one of these episodes in the future because he he's talked about that, how we tell people to say this sinner's prayer, but we don't even explain what it means. Mm-hmm. And they're just left there. You know, they're like, oh, well, I confess that, that Jesus is my Lord and Savior and that he was risen from the dead, but... Do you really believe that? Right. You know, that's that's a, that's another step. And and according to Paul, if you don't, or it, according to Paul, if it didn't happen, it doesn't matter. None of it does. Your right. faith we doesn't even matter. the most foolish, silly people on the face of the earth, yeah. really. We should be the pity, pitied the most. Um, so that's just like an intro to, to a few of these passages that, that we're going to look at, because Paul took it seriously. He knew that that what it meant to be a Christian was belief in that. You can believe everything else, but if you don't have that down, there's no point. Um, So let's take a look at Jesus's words. Um, I think we're going to start in in the Gospel of John. Yep, we're looking at John 2, um, verse 19. Jesus is talking to the the Jewish people, um, and Jesus answered, well, let me back up to 18. The Jews then responded to him, what sign... Can you show us to prove your your authority to do all this? Jesus answered them, Destroy this temple, and I will raise it again in three days. And they replied, It has taken 46 years to build this temple, and you are going to rise uh, or raise it in three days? But the temple he had spoken of was his body. After he was raised from the dead, his disciples recalled uh, what he had said. Then they believed the scripture and the words that Jesus had spoken. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I'm going to go ahead and go on to <clears throat> to Matthew 12, 39. Um, I'm actually going to back up to 38 as well to, to give a little, a little bit of context. But this is Jesus speaking. Um, not right away, but in 39, he's going to start. Uh, so it says, Then some of the scribes and Pharisees answered him, saying, Teacher, we wish to see a sign from you. But he answered them, An evil and adulterous generation seeks for a sign, but no sign will be given to it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. For just as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the great fish, so will the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. The men of Nineveh will rise up at the judgment with this generation and condemn it, for they repented at the preaching of Jonah, and behold, something greater than Jonah is here. The queen of the south will rise up at the judgment with this generation and condemn it, for she came for the ends of the earth to hear the words of Solomon, and behold, something greater here, uh, greater than Solomon is here. So we see um, Jesus time and time again refers to the Old Testament and validates it. I this isn't even our our what we're talking about, but I hear people you know sometimes say, "Well, how do we know that the old testament if you're a if if you're a believer in Jesus and you're a Christian, then I don't know how you can't hold that the that the Old Testament applies well the because old testament is scary. well yeah i mean <laughs> it, it, it's just, it's a completely different culture it's something that we don't even understand, yeah. but time and time again. This message that that Jesus came to preach and that John the Baptist that these people preached was not a new message. 
They just didn't understand it. All this stuff was validated with stuff that had already been spoken. So that's just a side note, just something to think about. If you are a Christian, you should read the Old Testament. It, If you do, you'll see this stuff that we were talking about earlier in the episode with, oh man, that's that's talking about Jesus. Like, that's that's a symbol of Jesus. The Passover, where that came from, that was a symbol of Jesus. So it's it's neat stuff. Um, and we shouldn't we shouldn't neglect the Old Testament. Well, that's the cool thing about the Old Testament is just how much it does point to Jesus. You know, it's just not a bunch of collection of uh, children stories that we tell. You yeah. know, with that we censor. Yeah, that we censor. Did, did I show you? Um, did I show you that video of the the Bible stories for kids? Yes. <laughs> yes. It's like it's like and everybody died. Yeah, everybody died. <laughs> Can you hear the people drowning in the sea? <laughs> Now let's talk about the camping trip with Lot and his daughters. Yeah, like, oh, oh, oh Lord. <laughs> yeah. So there, there is. I mean, there's some, there's some crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, but there's still some really cool stuff. But I and I, I do think that that's another problem that we get into is we're like, oh, you're a Christian, go read all this stuff, and then people read some of this stuff that happened in the Old Testament, and they're like, what am I reading? Because <laughs> uh, they don't understand. You know, they don't understand what the purpose of it you know was for but but basically everything in the bible points to jesus yes. uh, in some way or another and if it doesn't then it's telling a story that is going to point to jesus eventually or tell show how much uh, humanity needs jesus right yeah yeah which which was pointing to jesus because he was the only one that could that could live the life like judges terrible book it's it gets worse and worse yes. as you get towards the end and you're like Wow, all these people kind of suck. Like they don't make much different choices than me, but they're all still really terrible. That's the point. <laughs> like yeah. none of them could be good enough because they did what they thought was right in their own eyes, which was not right. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. So Jonah, uh, we talked about that. So Jesus validated uh, that w- with his with his preaching, and and it's funny. This is an this is another side note, and we won't go too far down this, but. They wanted a sign, and he was there to complete a sign, but they, they didn't care. It's like, we ask for a sign from God, and then we get a sign, but it's not the sign that we wanted. Right. And so then we're like, give us a sign, and it's like, no, you're stiff-necked, you know, just quit. You have to think about how they, it's like you said, it's, they wanted us. They wanted their sign. Yeah. They wanted Jesus to come their way. They wanted him to handle the Romans, restore the glory they had back in the good old days. But, you know, Jesus like, you know, I'm bigger than that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, that that makes me think of, I'm going to get this wrong because I didn't write this down and I haven't read this passage in a while. Is it James and John? And they're talking about who's going to be at, at, at Jesus' left and right. Yes, the sons of thunder. They They were talking about an earthly kingdom as they understood it. They thought they thought that that was coming now. They weren't thinking about, oh, you'll come back later, and we'll be on your left and right once we die and go to heaven. They're like, hey, when are you going to get started and like start a, a revolution and let's kill all these Romans and let's be a part of this now? Like, hey, I want to be on your left hand in 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 five years. <laughs> yeah, you know. So they were very very earthly minded, as we all can get. You know. Yeah, yeah it's easy. Uh, the next one we're going to look at is John 10, uh, verse 17. Um, the reason my Father loves me is that I lay down my life only to take it up again. No one takes it from me, 
but I lay it down for my own accord. I have the authority to lay it uh, down and the authority to take it up again. This is the, the command I received from my father. So we see there that Jesus, he, no one took his life. He, he was the willing sacrifice. He, he gave up his life. Um, when he was in the garden and the soldiers come and Peter cuts off the dude's ear and he's like, you know, I could have called upon, you know, a ho- whole host of, of angels to come by my side if I want to, you know, like he, he's trying to drive home the point that I have to do this. This is my sacrifice. And then he, he's also the one that picks up his life again. Like who here can, you know, raise themselves up from the dead. I know I can't do that. I don't, <laughs> I can't, <laughs> uh, I haven't done it yet. And it's, it's been about 24 I, years. So yeah, it's, it's probably very difficult. I'm sure <laughs> <laughs> you probably got to take a lot of steps and read the yeah. Bible, you know, every second of the day. And then you have like a 0% chance of doing it. So yeah, yeah. zero percent. It never gets better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, you'd have to be like, you know, God in bodily form to yeah, do it. Truly God like and, yeah. and truly man. Yeah. Well, and, and it, it's interesting because like we talked about last week, with the crucifixion, um, I don't remember if I got to this, but no, like, yes, they killed him by crucifixion, but when they were going to remove the bodies, um, they, they were going to kill them because they, I think it was, it was Sunday and they weren't going to leave them or Saturday. They weren't going to leave them up anyways. Um, here in Mark fifteen thirty seven, uh, and Jesus uttered a loud cry and breathed his last and the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. And the centurion stood, who stood, uh, and the centurion who stood facing him uh, saw that in the way that he breathed his last, he said, "Truly, this man was the Son of God." So <clears throat> we see that that was right after Jesus made made the comment, you know, "It's finished." Like he, he did, "My God, My God, why have you forsaken me?" And then he's he he's, he said, "It's finished." And it says um, in one of the other gospels that he yielded his spirit, like he laid it down. Yep. Yes. They did kill him by crucifixion, but he had control over that moment. He was the one that eventually was like, this is it. I've completed my mission um, in the sense of his death, and he, he had to move on to the resurrection. Yeah. I'm debating whether I want to rag on a certain person or not on our podcast. Well, I mean, <laughs> you can. If, I'm a, if I may vent yeah, do it. for a little bit, Will Willis of Forged in Fire fame has his little theory on how he, he's obviously not a believer. So his theory is he, is he any sort of Judaism Christ at all? Or is he just the way he talks? I assume he isn't religious in any sort of way, okay. um, but I'm just going off one podcast I heard. But uh, if you're listening, will thank you for your service, <laughs> but you have no business talking about the crucifixion. If you're not going to do your homework, let's be honest. He's not going to listen to this. No, probably not. But uh, if you do, Jesus loves you, and you need to repent and come to know him. <laughs> um, welcome to the family if you did that. Yeah. But, <laughs> well, that's what we do every day. That's right. Um, you know, he, he actually has more of a – it's not an old – or sorry, it's not a new theory. It's a very old theory. You know, the, the fainting Jesus. You know, oh, he just – He didn't he, really die. Yeah, he just fainted, you know, or, or – you know, and basically that's how his theory worked. It's like, well, when the Romans stabbed him, that was how he uh, died – and then he was like wrapped up, and then uh, he dug his way out of the tomb. And it, it, he goes into some really bizarre, just weird. Yeah, it's like okay, if the guy who was beaten 
to death and you know well hung had to have someone carry the cross for him yeah yeah he he dug his he dug his way out his his heart explodes yes he dug out stone will yes that's exactly what happened you are you are so wise thank you for (laughs) yeah i can't rag on i can't i can't be too i can't be too harsh because he is an unbeliever right and they don't understand these things and the gospel is foolishness to the unbeliever but um yeah. Again, if you're listening, please repent. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can just be safe to say he's not. Yeah, yeah, probably not. I had never heard of the guy, um, which I don't watch Forged in Fire either. So, but that's that's basically that's basically the episode. Um, we thought that it was really neat. I didn't plan this, by the way. I just we were going through, and I was like, "Oh, David, look! Like we're literally going to be on the verse that covers the resurrection, and it's coming out." Um, on Sunday, we're actually recording this on Saturday, but it's going to be released on Easter Sunday, which yeah, that's awesome. Resurrection Sunday. Resurrection Sunday. All you heathens, <laughs> um, you and your chocolate bunnies. Do you yeah. think Jesus had chocolate? No. You know, I would like to know. I was talking to Mackenzie about that the other day. I would like to know where the Easter bunny came from. Do you know the, where it came from? I haven't done I've any heard research several into theories. it. It's just so weird. Um, so the way I understand it, the pagans have their holiday. Oh, our episode is done. If you want to quit listening, this is just oh. us talking. So yeah, yeah just yeah. go ahead and log off. But if you want to yeah. hear about probably a wrong theory about Easter bunnies, <laughs> then keep listening. Yeah, this is, we'll we'll play the the music, let it let it fade out, and then you can come back in and know. Okay, it's safe to hear some crazy guys talk about their theories <laughs> on Easter. Yeah, this is the bonus um, yeah, bonus bonus content, not footage. I always try to say that like we have a video, but one we day don't. we will. Yeah, well, maybe that's when a, we have prettier faces. We can afford facelifts or something. Like that. Uh, yeah. It just gets worse as you get older. That's true. So, what have you heard? <laughs> so, the pagans have their holiday um, celebrating the the goddess A Star. And she's fertility, and you know we have the phrase "you breed like you breed like uh, rabbits." Okay. So you know it's a symbol of if you want to have a lot of kids, you know you gotta have your rabbit. You know, I guess I don't <laughs> care for the Easter bunny. Then I don't care for the Easter bunny, anyways. I think it's and if you really want to get extreme about it, you know, you're looking for eggs, like a like. Let's get biological here. You know, that's how humans created. There's a, you know, the. <laughs> If there's any children listening, this is your <laughs> chance to turn it off. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you look for the egg, you know, and you have your child. And <laughs> <laughs> I try, how PG do I want this? No, we're going to cut this out. This is yeah, no. the worst bonus content ever. I apologize. Yeah. I mean, it is bonus content. I didn't say that it would be good. No. I just said it would be bonus content. Yeah, so uh, they had the Easter Bunny, which is just a guy in a suit, obviously, at... Um, at preschool the other day where Jeremiah goes and I, I was working and Mackenzie sent me a few pictures of him. <laughs> I saw them. I've never seen such terror in that little boy's <laughs> face. Man, I'd be terrified. That I rabbit was horrible. Yeah. I mean, it's, Oh man, I can't imagine what was going through his, through his mind. But anyways, I've always thought that it's weird. And I, I'm like, is that something that I even want to be like, I don't know. I don't think so. I told I went and got my haircut the other day, um, and and I get my haircut by Mackenzie's cousin, and we were talking about Easter and stuff. And I said, I think what we're going to do at my house is I'm going to get like a fake rabbit, and like stage a death 
Like there's going to be blood everywhere and then there's going to be a cross burned into the ground, like oh, a cross no. shape. So it's going to be like, you know, Jesus came down and he slayed the Easter bunny. Oh, something okay. wild like that. Cause, something symbolic. Yeah. Something, something scarring. Yeah. Yeah. Something is like Easter bunny and then it automatically thinks of that horrific scene in the grass. Well, we can't do that. So see if yeah. Santa wasn't a, well, Santa wasn't a real person. It's St. Nicholas. But like if he, if he didn't have that background, I'd be like, yeah, do the same thing with Santa Claus. Just have yeah. like. Just the boots smoldering and a cross. <laughs> <laughs> the power of Christ compels you. <laughs> Get out of here, you secular symbolism of Coca-Cola and uh, greed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, anyways, if you're still with us uh, next Which week... Which you're probably not. Yeah, you're probably not. But if you are, uh, next week we're going to be moving on. We got through another verse today of 16 chapters. So Hooray. We're probably going to be on the Roman series for a year and a half, which is fine. There's a lot of really good stuff here. Um, we are going to be making some changes to the show. David and I have decided to to change who we're hosting the podcast with. Um, most people are listening on Apple Podcast. Uh, it was like Apple was 78%, and then Spotify was like the other 15 And then there was other, you know, it, it was some other apps that I haven't heard of. But I say all that to say, I'm going to try to get all that stuff um, uploaded so that it can go up as seamlessly as po- as possible. If you have any issues, though, um, hopefully that that'll get resolved pretty quickly. Um, I'm just I don't know how this new service is gonna do. I know that ultimately it's gonna be better, but in the transition, it, 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 there may be a few hiccups. So, all right, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, thank you for tuning in, and um, we'll see you then. Thanks. See y'all later.